uh, a little bit more in like the serious side of the never too serious podcast here. Um, <laughs> I, I I'm a little torn on uh, on Bill Maher. Okay, I I think some of his comedy is funny. I think some of his um, his uh, like free speech uh, take I think is is on pretty well. But he's a very far left dude. But he was recently doing a monologue on his on his show and uh was kind of hitting the left kind of hard about like exaggerating how bad things are and i thought you know there this is like one of those areas where we talk about finding common ground you know we can differ on a lot of different things and but we share more stuff in common probably than we have uh, in disagreement but he basically went after Biden and a lot of these other people about you know describing how bad things are and that they've never been this bad before and his monologue basically went through the old like the history of where like segregation was where uh you know restrictive lot like voting laws um you know, having having bathrooms, restaurants, um, seats on the bus, segregated. And so he was responding with the idea that things are actually r- way better now as far as, like, race relations, way better now. Now be in 2019. Yeah. Well, he was describing it as Not the number of laws. Well, the protesting that's a different story and that well, he he looks at that slightly different but what he was talking about was the actual legislative laws that exist today in comparison to the past where you can't you can't hire based on race religion right, right. you know sexual orientation all all these things you also cannot do those things in um like business like deciding you're going to sell to one person and not to the other or there's rent or yeah right. Or, yeah, yeah, all kinds of stuff, right. right? And so he was kind of going after the left about, you guys are making it out to be that we are so much worse off, and you guys are out complaining so much about how things aren't fair. But legally speaking, things are way more uh, equal today than they have ever been in our Correct. history. Right. And for a guy who's sitting on the left pretty hard, I'm like, well, these are pretty good points. I, I agree. Well, <clears throat> so it's funny because Bill Maher is not somebody I appreciate. I back in the day I think his his comedy was still funny. He could still be funny. I yeah. don't get me wrong. Sure. But you know, when I thought he was a guy that was inciting things and you know when he was like I don't care if if I'm going to not like have this word for word, but if our 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 stocks or if our economics just fall America said you know just fall whatever it takes to get Trump out of there you know mm-hmm. and it was to crap on everybody just for and so that's feeding a group aside and 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 there and he's 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 a has said a lot of things that's divisive in my opinion and 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 it's not and I don't mean that he has different opinion He's just divisive. He's actually literally trying to separate people, not just give out his opinion. I think there's a difference. But um, lately, being the last year or so, I think everything has gotten so chaotic that 
it's so chaotic. And this is kind of to your point, but maybe I'm being a little bit more dramatic than you are. But mm-hmm. it's so chaotic that because Bill Maher is extremely left. He's not just an old Republican. Oh, He's right. not just a leftist. He's very, very left. And for Bill Maher, and, and, and so I've been paying attention to some of what Bill Maher has been saying lately because for Bill Maher to say these things is, it's getting pretty bad, people. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Because he has been talking about all kinds of things that is more right-leaning. Or maybe it's just more... <laughs> When sanity you're, when leaning. you're so far left <laughs> right yeah you know mm-hmm. so i i so i appreciate to hear that there's people on both sides but on the other side that's willing to speak out going okay guys reel it in your guys are getting a little bit ridiculous you know we're all on the same you know side we're willing to even adjust I'm being nice here using that word, adjust things to work in our favor. I don't know. But, you know, but this stuff is just way too far, you know. So, I mean, I'd like to hear people that have a voice and have a platform to be able to speak out to what reality is, because that is what reality is. Mm -hmm. And it's getting bad. And I think that's part of his what he's making a point about, is it is getting really bad to the point where he thinks that... um, the folks that are saying this stuff is destroying the potential for the left to continue to, to move in a good direction. Well, listen, right. Now, Cause he's very, very left and he, he he's a very progressive uh, person. And he thinks that the, the stuff that folks are doing right now on the left are damaging the likelihood that the left will be successful in the future. Right. I, I agree with it, but unfortunately things are going to have to fall really really hard for them to even see it because i don't think that they're getting it yet Mm -hmm. most of them and you know but when and i don't remember the year i don't know if it was last year or was early this year or maybe who knows um but in the last couple years that we even had a college i don't i can't recall and i wouldn't say it either way but it was a college that allowed a segregated um graduation yeah Mm-hmm. And it was volunteer, volunteer. It was a volunteered segregation graduation, and mm-hmm. it. I, if if I wasn't so such an angry guy, I guess it would have broke my heart because mm-hmm. it was just I was equally as angry as it broke my heart that are you guys? You guys asked for that? Are you kidding me? There's people that literally got. Mm-hmm. I don't here. I don't even care. It got it got from whizzed on to to fire hosed on to killed. Mm-hmm. To keep that from happening. Yeah. And now you guys are asking for it, and there's something put in place that is making people think that that's the best thing for them to be yeah. separated. Well, instead of just make it in a better place for everybody. Yeah, Mar was talking about the, uh, uh, the term of uh, whiteness and that uh, some of these reputable, um, like science journals uh, for like psychology, I think basically have now defined whiteness as like a, a virus, like a disease that, um, um, that permeates and, and destroys. And, and he, he was just saying that, you know, this is exactly, um, what was happening, you know, when, when race, race relations were really bad in, in, uh, you know, I think like the fifties and sixties. And he was basically saying that, um, 
you know, we're, we're at a point right now where it's illogical, where you are trying to um, paint a single race as the only racist uh, group of people. And he says that this is exactly what we were trying to move away from. Right. That's why we went into the legislative bodies and, and passed all these laws about equal rights and, and got rid of the, you know, I, he showed pictures of like drinking fountains, you know, and, right. it, and it had signs above it and uh, restaurants and other, and other places. And he says, we, you know, Hit the we, stairs, we got the elevator. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, he says we as a country fought so hard for these things and it was, it was all, all races were fighting hard to, to move the country in a, in a, in a way where segregation wasn't, wasn't even mentioned because no one believed that that was the good, the right thing to do. And now in 2020 and 2021, we're now having a graduation that says, you know, we want to segregate. We want to have a black only uh, graduation because the black students want that, which is a, which is crazy. I can't, I can't even believe that we're teaches them. How do they know? mm -hmm. How do they know they want that? Well, and, and you know, I do want to have <laughs> you, you kid, uh, you were kidding on one of the last ones and maybe you weren't kidding about when we actually have a, uh, a podcast that talks about race. That would be our last podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But I, but I do want to, I do want to talk about race, um, on a podcast and, and dive into some of the deeper questions because even just here locally, a uh, local school district is, is implementing uh, critical race theory. Sure. Um, um, you know, uh, it's critical. Yeah, but they're doing they're introducing these things in a way where it's not like it's not like they're introducing as curriculum as it's a class on critical race theory. What they're doing is they are uh, I would describe it like critical race theory is the lens that they look for or that they look through to describe the actions that they're taking in all other areas in like math math. How is math related to race? There's not much in math that would have anything to do with humans because it's kind of independent of it, but uh, but they're introducing critical race theory in now like math questions that would be like word problems or um, the idea of providing equity where you've got a, a student that might be of a different race. They aren't performing as well, so they get these extra things in order to get them to perform better yeah. that they are not offering to other people of other races. Um, you know, these are the things that kind of get thrown in, and people don't realize that they're happening because they're done in a way that's not like we're, it's not announced. It's not announced right, that they're putting sure. in these things into the curriculum. They just sort of introduced it. Jimmy got two cookies, and I only got one cookie. I don't, I don't like that at all. <laughs> but if I didn't see it, mm-hmm. well, the uh, I think it's a, an interesting direction that things have gone, and and there are some people who who stand up. There are um, this this uh, this black lady. I can't remember. I think was she in Kansas, maybe, but she got up in front of the school board and she let loose on them, yeah. and she was so angry that that they were pushing critical race theory because it, for those that don't know what critical race theory is, basically it, it pits um, you know white people against people of color, and white people are basically the folks that um, 
are the perpetrator of oppression, and then the people of color are the victims so of it. So we would never be able to work together. Yeah, and so she got in front of the school board, and she let them have it. She was talking about, you know, you know, you're teaching my kid that, that they're a victim and that they'll never be because, um, you know, white supremacy is going to keep them down. And and she just went off. It was it it, it was kind of like one of those inspiring things where, you know, suddenly that adult in the room has stood, has stood up and right. said something and, uh, and and has made a difference. And there are now organizations that are fighting against the introduction of critical race theory into education and and other things. But. You know, I've been in education for a long time. I can't tell you how many trainings I've been through uh, about anti-racism, about um, uh, whiteness. Uh, we read some uh, two different books that were talking about race, and they're basically written with the idea that critical race theory is an, a real thing. And um, and so it's not just, like I said, where a class is coming in, you're going to take a class on it. It's getting it's getting introduced in, in these unique ways that... Weaved in through weaves your in. life. I mean, every, mm-hmm. every angle. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I, I was assuming it was like, um, I'm not saying it is the same, but but it seems like it's coming in the same way as we had, what is it called? It's about people's sexuality mm-hmm. and they were talking about there's a, so they they were talking about it and then they in, ended up implementing it a class that now if you were in high school you have to take this class about your sexuality and how many sexes there are and all that stuff mm-hmm. and <clears throat> to each their own which means to each our own too i thought mm-hmm. and but now I think it's a mandatory class. So anyways, I was thinking this was like a class like that mm-hmm. and it's going to get implemented. But th- this is even more. <sighs> it's more dangerous. Yes. It's more dangerous. Because it's, it's, I hate to infiltrate everything. Yeah. If I, I don't know the right word to use. The argument is, is that the parents can't go to the school and say, hey, I don't want you teaching my kid about critical race theory. Because the the school can say, well, we're not, and they'd be telling the truth because they're not teaching the kids about critical race theory. What they're doing is they're weaving it into how they operate, and so they make decisions based on this critical race theory that um, would then implement other things within the classroom uh, that that would promote this idea that you know whiteness is a really bad thing that uh, everyone who's white is is the oppressors of so, people who are who are of color so what are they going to do if they do find out that the white i mean that you know i hate to you and i are the problem we're, we're out there creating all kind of racial havoc well so i so what what their goal <laughs> is 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 there a class is there like a a video i could sit there and watch this winding wheel for a few hours for me to you know get balanced you know (laughs) no because all the books that i've read about it um there's not really a way to overcome it because can't overcome my whiteness is what you're saying correct oh man the books um there's um other than death yeah there's a couple of different books that i've read and uh one of them oh gosh written by robin d'angelo and and I can't remember what it is now. I think white fragility, that's what it is. Oh. And there's not really a way for a white person to 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 get over this because 
um, it's not based on their behavior. It's based on uh, the skin color. It's based on you live in a society of, of uh, whiteness, and because you are white, you are a perpetrator. And um, and so there's no way to get get over it. And the way I look at it is it kind of puts a lot of white people right now who are generally, I would say, good people who are not in the in the um, in the current understanding of of racist. These are not racist people. But I look at the way things were way back uh, when there was like segregation, there was violence against black people. This is kind of the position that they were in, where they they were looked at as as evil. They were looked at as as the problem with society, and now it's it's us, the old white dudes, that are the problem with society. Right. And the majority of us want to want to what be welcoming, and if not, just be mm-hmm. let bygones be bygones, leave people alone. I mean, that's the majority. Mm-hmm. I mean, and. It and, and it sucks because it also is painting eighty seven. I don't know the real math, but eighty seven percent of the population in a different color. Well, you yeah, know? it's 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 pitting you know two groups against each other, and it's not it's not healthy for sure. It's not healthy for anyone who's being involved in it because it pits um, it's tribalism. It's pitting two tribes against each other when. In many cases, those two tribes um, have more things in common than they have uh, differences. Right. I, I kind of compare sometimes, you know, the tribalism of uh, two sports teams, you know, the fans of those sports teams where, you know, like, I don't know, the Seahawks and who who don't they get along with? I, I don't know, the Raiders? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. You know, um, or, you know, Washington State and Oregon State in football. Yeah, okay. Or, you know, it's... it's A rival. Yeah, or even, even uh, you know, University of Oregon and Oregon State football, mm-hmm. you know, a family divided. I see the bumper sticker, right? But, you know, you can easily fall into one of these groups based on on what the group believes in or what they celebrate. And if you identify that, it's pretty easy to get involved in that group. And then the more you're involved with that group, the more you d- dislike those others that are not in that group. Right, sure. And we're just in a, a position now where there's been so much attention placed on it that people are feeling like there's a lot of animosity out there when there, would, there wouldn't normally be that much sure, animosity. Sure. So I don't know where things are going to go, but one of the um, Ben Shapiro... I, I like his stuff. He's relatively a smart guy, and he he spends a, a fair amount of time trying to explain and and debunk these different these different uh, topics. And he's recently put in, um, I think it's a program he calls Debunked, and it's I think maybe once a week or something. He grabs a topic and he gives you historical perspective of what the topic is. He did a really good job on on this critical race theory topic, and yeah. so yeah, I highly suggest folks go in and and look for it. I and didn't, I didn't hear that one. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting, but again, there's not a solution here. It's uh, well, it's like enough you people said, pa- is, is participating. They, they also, it sounds like they're painting it so there isn't one. Well, sure, you know, and mm-hmm. that's unfortunate because. There's an ass and there's in every race there's an ass mm-hmm. for every there's there's a a murderer whether you're a female or a male there's mm-hmm. always somebody bad out there no matter what but the majority of everybody are good people and that's what it's and you know and having the social media stuff when it, when you see all the bad stuff it makes it seem like it's 
it is more frequent than it is. Mm -hmm. And then we see the same video over and over again for the next two, three weeks plus. Mm-hmm. And it just makes it seem like it is every day. It's all the time, all the time. And you forget, oh, that is the same one that we've been watching forever, you know. Mm-hmm. But things do happen. And it's just unfortunate because we're growing apart from each other because, you know, I feel that the social media that's supposed to bring us together really helps us all grow apart. Yeah, I agree. You I know, agree. That's it, why I'm struggling with our, our Twitter stuff because yeah. I, I, I I always feel worse after being on Twitter for any length of time. Yeah, that's, that's too bad. <laughs> Hit that subscribe button and the bell notifications if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you're just listening to the podcast, again, please share it with others that might be interested in listening. And until we see you next time, take care. And be safe.